Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the addiction subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits of anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life, however you see fit. So, uh, yeah, I got to kind of cut this one a little bit short today. I kind of uh, messed up my whole schedule today. Um, but, yeah, I got a, an interview in about an hour and a half and everything, but I still got to take a shower and all that good stuff. So, anyway, let's go ahead and get straight into this one because I, I, I do want kind of want to talk about this since I've had a lot of uh, – I've been having a lot of cravings lately – um, I don't, it, for me, it's, it, it's kind of, when I say like cravings and stuff, I think it's more of just, I crave the, the, um, it's not even like the habit that it caused. I just want to feel the way that I did before. Um, however, one, one thing that's actually good, good about this is like, whenever I go out to like, uh, we, we went to a UFC fight on Saturday and, uh, I had a lot of fun at that, but, uh, it was at this you know, uh, place that was like huge, man. I, I've, I've never been to like, it was literally a warehouse, but for billiards and all that stuff, but they're showing the UFC fight. So I was like, all right, cool. So I go over there and like immediately, once you see, once you hang out with drunk people and you're sober, you start to really wonder how you like, it's, it's, it's not to like make fun of those people or anything like that, but the level of conversation starts to get to the point where you're like, dude, what, are you even talking about you know it, you know how like people will circle back to what they originally said because they're too drunk to really remember what they just said um or it, it you know how like uh, alcohol kind of acts as like truth serum like you know it, it kind of forces the truth out of somebody uh and they just keep on saying the same thing over and over again because they're fixated on it or whatever and you know hanging around these people uh when they're just super gone man really makes me realize that i'm a little too old for that uh now and like i said this isn't a matter of being better or anything like that like that's not really the thing it's just after a while you start to realize like this is like two different conversations happening um you know i say something and then you ignore what i just said and just talk about something else you know um or you invade my boundaries even though, like, you know, it's very, I made it, I make it very clear that, you know, somebody's sitting here, whatever, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and so, yeah, it kind of gets, it, 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 it's weird because you think, you would think, like, oh, it'd have the opposite effect. Like, oh, I really want to go have a drink so I can fit in with these people. Like, I, when you're, when you're on the outside looking in, you really start to remind yourself, like, man, I don't want to be this way. I don't want people looking at me this way, especially since, you know, the, the addict in me will make me go crazier than any of these people, right? Like, I know that I'm way worse than these people. Uh, if anything, it's just very, you know, they're very, you know, talkative. Like, they're very, like, talkative about something. And, you know, um, they want to kind of go bar hopping and all this other stuff. Like, I, I don't get it anymore. Like, it, it's just not for me anymore. But, you know, um, like I said, it kind of helps me to reaffirm, like, okay, I gotta, I gotta stay sober, man. I can't go back to this, and I can't do, like, I can't go back to the way that I was, because it was, it was like five times worse than these people, and I, that, that's me being conservative with my estimate. It's probably way worse than these people um, are doing right now. So, 
Anyway, why don't we go to the first post here talking about nicotine? One week nicotine free is the title of this post. Been one week full and feel good. Oh, sorry, been one full week, excuse me, and feel good. First few days sucked and it kind of sucks, but right now it's just psychological. But overall, feel better. Yeah, nicotine is, is, is one of those things that I, it was more of like a replacement drug for me but it, it never like gave me the same like if you if you ever like you know smoked marijuana or anything like that it, it doesn't give you the same high that you get from weed or anything like that so that's why people can smoke so much right you can smoke a pack a day um, i know that sounds like a lot but you know some of the people that i knew would smoke like chimneys so um it definitely it definitely uh, affects people a little bit differently now um you know some of the what some of the um withdrawals that i hear about are mostly like uh, headaches um i think that i feel like that's one of the only ones but here's some good news and I, i've read this in few articles i don't know how accurate this is or anything like that i don't remember where exactly i found this so you know maybe this is just me putting my own opinion out there or maybe maybe citing a study that d didn't have enough uh what do you call it uh didn't have enough data, but who knows? Um, one thing that I've always heard about, uh, especially in those like uh, you know those those quit smoking things, is that after uh, there is you can reverse the damage done to your lungs, um, depending on how much you've done, right? Like if it, if it's a small if it's a small thing, uh, you can redo can you can um, regain some of the stuff that you lost um and you know once i stopped uh smoking in general and that includes cigarettes right it was it was, it was cigarettes and um uh weed although cigarettes weren't really my thing it was definitely something that would happen whenever like if somebody pulled out a cigarette i would just be like hey can i bum one off of you um but once i completely quit smoking like any like no no smoke went down my lungs uh, I really started to feel a lot better. My asthma started going away. My allergies actually got a lot better. I was actually really surprised. Uh, they, no, they're still not great in California. Uh, California just destroys me every time I go there during allergy season. But um, a, a lot of my breathing felt a lot better. It felt a lot smoother to to breathe. I was able to breathe out of my nose a lot more. I wasn't a freaking mouth breather just walking around like that. So, yeah, I felt a lot um I, I felt uh, the, the effects happen almost instantaneously, like within a week was when I really started to like, wow, I'm feeling really good. Um, whereas when I was you know, smoking and all that kind of stuff, it was really, sometimes it'd be really hard to breathe. I even had a friend who would constantly bring his inhaler with them. And th this became me after a while. I would constantly bring my inhaler with me just so that I could smoke weed, which is when you know you definitely have an addiction, right? Like when you need something else to, to supplement you to keep on doing that same thing. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely, but it definitely gets a lot better. So I'm, I'm happy that this person is able to, you know, kind of deal with, uh, to deal with those, uh, those cravings, you know, cause I, I, I hear, I'm not too sure if this is true, but I, I have heard that people who are trying to quit nicotine is very, very difficult, especially when you're talking about, especially when you're talking about something that you can, you see it like everywhere. Right. You can find it in the grocery store. You can find it in, granted, it's it typically in the grocery store. It's behind, like, uh, you have to, like, actually get somebody to go open up a thing for you. Um, but, you know, if you're stopping for gas, you're going to a 7-Eleven, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? It's not like in uh, some other parts of the world where they actually have, like, um, I, for people that don't know, I know Australia does this. I don't know if any other place does this, but uh, a lot of the packs of cigarette actually, the cigarettes actually have, um, like, pictures of what could happen to you if you keep smoking almost as warning labels uh and people still buy them 
<laughs> by the way, people still buy them at like, and by the way, we're talking about like 25 to 30 bucks a pack because of the tax. They try, they tried to tax it so much that people would be dissuaded, but it did not dissuade anybody. So um, anyway, let's go over to the next post here. Very interesting one. Um, I'm addicted to buying uh, feet picks. Uh, I can't stop and I'm broke. How do I get this out of my head? This is, um, oh my God, I hate that somebody did this. Somebody somebody commented down below, admit defeat. And I just, I, I'm, I'm not even going to explain that joke. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm out. I cannot, um, I'm not going to go along with that. But, you know, it always does, it always interests me, right? Whenever, because somebody was just like saying like, oh, there's a bunch of free content out there for you to explore. I think this, this person probably has the same problems that people who do, who um, buy OnlyFans deal with which is the um the fact that you're on like uh you know you're actually talking to the girl even though you don't really get any of the uh you know obviously you don't get any of the the benefits of like say a relationship would right where you actually uh have relations with the woman but um i'm assuming this is probably where this person is going wrong right like also uh with some of these people right you can end up doing a thing where um you know sometimes like if you're in a chat room you can tell her to do certain things so it's probably a little a, a mixture of a couple of different things um and i would say the only way to kind of get through something like this would be a forced abstinence now it does not have to be uh it could be like a week could be a couple of days just to kind of see how how you how you deal with it right it doesn't have to be a, a, a super amount of time but it has to be at least 48 hours 48 hours i think is like kind of the magic spot to kind of see what the withdrawals are give you some time to kind of get that out of your system that kind of stuff so i would say uh yeah i would say definitely to give yourself about 48 hours uh don't don't try not to do like a week because this goes back to the halfway there kind of idea so go halfway to your idea um, of to your ideal. So this would be, you know, let's go two days and then see from there. And this is how a lot of addicts typically do it, right? They go for two days, they go for a day, they go for a couple of hours, they go, you know, whatever, whatever they're, because by the way, for a couple, for some people, a couple of hours is crazy because they're constantly uh, doing whatever they're doing, right? Um, so that could be even crazy to try and do. So, you know, try whatever it seems manageable to you. If, um, uh, now, once again, I don't know how often you're buying these picks. Um, I don't, and, uh, I would say it's probably like a root of a problem, right? Sorry, this is a symptom of a problem, not the root of it. So, um, figuring out what that root may be. Um, it's not, it's not, now it's not the fact that you have this fetish. That's not the, I don't see that as the problem in this. The problem that I see is that you're, this is inconveniencing your life, right? So you're broke and you're buying things that you you don't need so that tells me addiction right because addiction is typically something that uh it gets in the way of your normal day-to-day -day life and may get in the way of your goals may get in the way of um you know something that you want to achieve so i think that's very important to remember when you're dealing with something like how do you know that this is a, an addiction right um that's a pretty good way to know Okay, and we're not going to get into the the idea of the the compulsive disorder or the addiction thing. Uh, doesn't matter in this case. Uh, if it is 
affecting your life negatively, it sounds like you need to get it out of your life. So I would just start off with like 48 hours, you know, cold turkey. You don't talk to any of those people that you're buying this stuff from. I'm assuming it's OnlyFans. It may be something, uh, another another site, who knows. Um, but yeah, I would say just, just cut all that off cold turkey and then try and go for uh, from there and see, you know, see, see what you, you can do. Uh, and you know, like I said, uh, like the other, the other person commented, there is a lot of free stuff out there. So see if you can get by with that after the 48 hours, don't, don't do that during the 48 hours and kind of see how it goes from there. Anyway, let's go over to the next post here. It says as a friend of an addict in rehab, I need some advice on an idea I have to help him after he comes back home. Hey, I am friends with a guy that is in rehab at the moment for alcohol abuse and gambling addiction. Since we uh, since we talked about it a lot before he went to rehab, sorry, since we talked about it a lot before he went to rehab, I got a lot of addiction slash rehab content on my phone. I saw some people deal with it by putting uh, by putting up a jar and putting in marbles, clear ones for the clean days, dark ones for the days they've struggled, and some some of a certain color for the certain days they couldn't handle it. My idea is to make it as part of his welcoming gift. Uh, when he gets home, and since I know that he often loses his, the feeling uh, for his own progress, I thought I could already put in some clear marbles for the days I know he had already good. Uh, he already had good days in rehab. I would take a small jar for the beginning, so he doesn't feel bad or pressured to continue using it if it doesn't feel comfortable for him. He's a few states away from home. Already asked me if I could come visit him, uh, and I'll do, and I will, uh, but only once or twice because those will be expensive trips. That's why I already thought about this. Uh, his return. Um, while I really want to be supportive, I also don't know whether that would be too invasive, too much for his return, people who've been in this situation. How would you feel about such a present and how would I show support otherwise if that's too much? Um, gosh, you know, I think that's a good idea. I, I personally, and this is going to differ for each person, but I think it's a good idea. Now, I am not one of the, those people who's very good at tracking things. So maybe something like this would be good. Um, but I also don't like tracking things. So for me, it would be, um, kind of bad, but I, I like the idea of starting off with like, you know, maybe you could start off with like a, a mason jar, right? Like a little mason jar for like jam or something like that. Um, and start it up from there. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think this is actually a really good idea. I've never actually heard about this. Um, but that makes a lot of sense, right? Um, it makes a lot of sense to kind of, uh, to kind of keep track of things. Also to acknowledge the, the fact that you're struggling, right? I think that's also a good idea. Cause you know, I, if you're anything like me, I have a terrible memory after a while. Like if, if two weeks pass and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I remember struggling, but I don't remember which week, right? Like it's hard to remember after a while. So if you have those, um, if, if you have those marbles in the jar, you kind of know how your journey has been going. And then after a while, you can actually see the progress happen. Typically what I, what I see, okay, let me just talk about my own experience. Typically what I saw with my own rehabilitation after, um, dealing with, you know, with my own sobriety, I guess. One of the things that I noticed were the urges started to get a lot better and then they got really bad <laughs> and then they got a lot better. And then they, 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 when they got bad again, it wasn't as bad and then they got better. And then they eventually didn't get nearly as bad as like, say, cause you know, my body doesn't, it, it still remembers the feeling, but it doesn't, it's been so long that it it's not exactly reliant on it. So um, I think that's important to remember um, as you go through sobriety and also to realize that, that, that uh, relapses, it's unfortunately a part of the, the game, right? It's, it's part of it. Um, as much as I want to be sober the rest of my life, um, if 
if uh, something does happen, right? I have to be ready for that. I have to be ready for what can happen. Mm-hmm. So um, as I said before, right, Bobby Lee is such a great example. He's He was sober 16 years and then finally, you know, gave in. So I think it's important to remember that because if you fall, if you um, let your guard down, you know, all of a sudden the addiction just kind of starts welling up, start, tries to make its uh, rear its ugly head back into you. So be very careful about um, thinking that just because you're a year, two years, three years, four years, five years sober, that it can't happen, uh, that uh, um, you're automatically immune to this drug or whatever your drug is. It, it, it's, an, it's called an addiction for a reason. So, um, but yeah, that, 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 I think that's a great idea. I don't think that's too invasive at all. And I don't think, I think having it, um, ha, you know, have them having the, uh, you know, just giving this to them is a good idea, um, in and of itself. And then, you know, if they want to, if they decide to continue with it, then that's up to them. So, um, okay, this is, an, so, uh, let's go ahead and finish off with this since I gotta get, start getting ready here. Uh, the only solution to addiction is abstinence, abstinence, excuse me. I used to think I could reform my identity and use moderately because I'd be better and uh, I'd be a better and different person. I used to think that after a few weeks clean, I wouldn't be an addict anymore and could use it as a treat and go back to abstaining without issue. I used to think that changing my schedule and habits outside of my substance use would stop me from depending on it. But the truth is that we are what we do. You can't be sober when you're still using, no matter how hard you try to change everything else about yourself. So, and, and this is the, this is the, idea of it right um when you're talking about addiction by definition you can't go back to that drug of choice right if you're addicted to it you really you can't go back to it or else you'll you'll become addicted again like i mean sorry you'll continue uh obsessively using it again uh because you're always going to be an addict and i think that's always important to remember that you always will be an addict now, it, that doesn't mean that you're, that's your identity or anything like that, but that's just something, you know, that's a, an illness that you have to deal with. The same thing as we talked about, like allergies, right? Um, there are peop- certain people out there who will never uh, know what it's like to taste a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, like the, like the good kind, because they can't eat, they can't have peanuts, right? There's some people out there who will not know the taste of like good cinnamon bread that's not gluten-free, right? Like there are just some people who won't be able to, 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 to you know, to uh, experience that be- and because uh, you know life isn't always going to give you the same things as other people uh, th- uh sorry it's not always going to give you th- the same things that it's given other people right the gift uh, the ability to do that kind of stuff so i think it's important to remember that in the case of alcohol as or sorry addiction as well um you know i am t- listen i'm just allergic to weed i'm allergic to alcohol and as much as i really wanted to use them i really want to do them uh, I'm going to have a bad re- allergic reaction that could lead to the downfall of my whole entire existence. So, um, as dramatic as that sounds, uh, I'm not kind of, I'm not doing hyper, uh, what's hyperbole here. It really could ruin me because it's ruined me before. So it's important to remember that whenever you're going through abstinence or sobriety or anything like that, right. Um, to remember that, um, you just because you're not using does not mean you're not an addict. And if you are an addict, by definition, you can't just simply use it every now and then. You're an addict. You're you're addicted to the thing. Therefore, it's either you're going to go all all out or you're going to do nothing. There is no. Um, it's almost like getting into a car with no brake pedal. You're only going to go faster 
you're only going to get faster and faster and faster as you gain momentum. Obviously, you know, the metaphor doesn't exactly hold up. What if you go up a hill? Uh, whatever. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't bring that up. It's just, but think about it. It's like going into a car without a, a, um, uh, without a, a brake, right? If you don't have a brake pedal and you only have a gas pedal, you're going to just keep on hitting that gas. Um, and eventually it's going to, you know, you're going to hit something, right? You're, you're not going to be able to stop. Right. Um, and you know, uh, whereas the better solution would be, Hey, that doesn't have a brake pedal. I'm not going to get in that car. Right. So that's, that's kind of what, uh, sobriety is to me. It's not getting in the car at all instead of taking the chance and hoping that there'll be a hill that'll slow you down. So Anyway, guys, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to uh, check out the addiction subreddit, I will have that in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.